Hello and welcome to a podcast of things we're going to get up to on the radio. At the end of it, there is some podcast-only material. Podcast-only material at the moment is just basically stuff that's a bit too rude from the tabloids that has the word sex in it that I'm uncomfortable saying on radio. So, the sexless bit comes first. And then we'll be chatting sex at the end of the podcast. This is turning into a weirder broadcast than I expected. Did not expect it to go this way. Um, also, I'll do it at the end as well, an update on how these radio shows and podcasts are coming from the shed. For those nerds amongst us who enjoy tech news, um, I've, I've, I think I've managed to improve um, one of the things that we use here. Anyway, details on the way. Meanwhile, get yourself sat and stuck into what we did on the radio earlier today. Welcome along. How are you doing? How are you coping with the strikes? And did it bother you at all? Did it impact you? Um, I've got to do more travelling into London on Thursday. So, in general, these days of strikes, I think it's integral and part of um, a democracy. Thursdays, the little swines. But anyway, more on that later. Although I did see a headline, uh, Rail passengers face more cancellations as union bosses hail a fantastic strike turnout. How is it a turnout when people not turning up to work? Isn't the opposite of a turn? It's a turn in. But anyway, maybe we'll get to that through today's show, but it's a busy one. I have on the piece of paper before me a list of some of the stuff. You know I love coffee, and yet we found scientific reasons why we shouldn't be drinking it. Larry's got some uh, news about a singer who... Oh, we still play the music, but she's not knocked out any songs for a while. Um... Are you going to Spain? The answer is no, because you can't get a flight these days. But if you were, up-to-date information about Spanish holidays that you need to know and how you could possibly avoid a rather hefty fine. I tease. I tease. Now, you know, we've talked about this for years, going back to when I used to do the afternoon show before and then drive and all that lark. I like a coffee. Oh, sweet mama. I once did a show where someone walked into me as I was carrying my black coffee because I love a cappuccino, but I don't need the calories. So I had a scalding hot black coffee. Someone walked into me and did a full show about how my hand was slightly red. Do you remember that? The podcast is still available if you're ever so keen. Um, but I found something that might make me not drink the black stuff. Shoppers is what it says in the paper. Shoppers feeling the pinch should avoid coffee. And I thought, what? Are we all millennials now? We can't afford anything because of the treats. But it doesn't mean that. People are likely to make impulse purchases if they've got caffeine. Even with online shopping, consumers who drank a skinny latte or other coffee before roaming the stores spent about 50% more money, bought nearly 30% more items than those who just drank water. Now, maybe the water people just needed to run around and get the loop, so they didn't do any shopping. But If, if drinking coffee means you spend more money than you need to, and I start every day drinking coffee... No wonder I'm poor. Previously on the show, and now I've got a jingle for the previously one. Where is it? Here it is. Previously in the week. Oh, thank you. Um, we all talked about the story of Boy George being upset that one of the Spice Girls was allowed on a plane first. And it led to the obvious question, which band would you prioritise over which band? Martin's got some for us to run through. See, which would you put first on this? Barry White or Cilla Black? Oh, okay. You know, I think I know which. You do Barry White first, because interestingly, Scylla Black, uh, her real name was Scylla White. And Barry White, I think, if I remember ethnically... Well, we'll leave it, anyway. Um, Sister Sledge or Adam Ski? I think Adam Ski could end up in the cargo hold, so that would be fine. Uh, Wax 
or Lil Wayne? Ah, to wax or to wane. <laughs> Queen or King? Well, King. That one I can do. That one is... I play chess. Come on. Bono or Bonobo? I mean, I don't know what we're doing anymore. Um, and if the final one he sends through, which band would you put first onto a plane? The Jam or Cream? That one very much depends whether you're from Dorset or from Cornwall, doesn't it? There's only one person I trust to give us the very latest in what all the celebs have been doing. It's Larry. Hello. Hey, Stevie. Larry, what have you got for us this time? Do you like cooking? Um, I like the process, but I very much prefer it when someone else is doing it. So you like eating? That's the chap. Well, this might not be for you, but singer Sophie Ellis-Baxter is releasing a cookery book. Um... Turmeric on the dance floor. What are you doing? I'm trying to think of cookery puns on her songs. Take me scone. I'll just carry on. She's following in the footsteps of other singers who've released cookbooks, including Dolly Parton and Coolio. Oh, the Dolly one is a handy cookbook for those who work nine to five. And Sophie... Hang on, I'm not not the one for Coolio yet. Um... Flanster's Paradise. You Actually, you shouldn't have waited. Will you be buying Sophie's cookbook? Don't get me wrong, but I think there are too many thin, gorgeous celebs with cookbooks. It doesn't really inspire me and fill me with confidence. Put it this way, if Robbie Coltrane came out with a cookbook, you'd know that food tastes good. You should bring out a cookbook, Stevie. Do you think so? I think I'd be really... Oh, you're calling me fat, aren't you? Yeah. Well, thank you for that update. We'll speak soon. OK, toodles. Andrew Gold. How can this be love if it makes us cry? Did I do this joke before? I'm sure I... This is probably the kind of thing I'd do. I think he's written a song about onions. It's an, it's an easy mistake to make. Easy. We've all been there. Are these onions or is this love? And the reason it's very easy to confuse onions with love is they belong to the same group, the same family as garlic, and, of course, they're cloves, but it's an easy typo. Oh, dear. I don't know why they still let me do it. Um... So thank you for your messages. Tweet at time1075 underscore FM. You can track me down at Mr. Stephen Allen. I was um, talking on social media about... So I'm trying to get back into the running. We mentioned this last week. I'm back on the five to the Couch to 5K app. I had to start again because I, I, I can become a terrible shape of a human in a very short amount of time. So I'm on like week three or something now. And there's a motivational voice in it. When it tells you to run and stop, she also says motivational things. And yesterday, I was going for a run, and the motivational voice said, um, the hardest part is just getting out there. And she's wrong, it's running. I've looked into it, the hardest part is running. I don't know if she's even... She's probably still at the couch level. Why did they get her to do the voiceover? If you're on the couch, the hardest part's getting out there every other week. It's the running, mate. That's what that's what on social media thanks for some uh, messages Martin totally agrees Um, Party Time says I'm doing the couch to 5k and it's been brilliant I've been on the couch now for a good two years every evening and I'm well on my way to watching 5k Netflix series tick Um, Dante that's just a rude joke can't say that naughty man and Trevor says uh, sends a message saying how long is it recommended that you leave it between downloading the app and starting to use it. I've reached about 14 months now. Well, you do need to take it slowly. So what Tinopra on Twitter says, the secret is to run as slow as possible without walking at first. Your legs will speed up on their own. If you go too fast, you'll tire yourself out and you'll break your will. Hope that's... Is that not a typo, is it? We're one letter off that being something that's very nasty. 
and I promised you information that could save you money if you're going to Spain, which, as we said earlier, you're not going to be going to Spain. There was an issue at uh, Heathrow. They were asking airlines to cancel, was it 10% of flights? Because there was an issue with um, like all the suitcases. They couldn't handle them. They had too much baggage. Honestly, Heathrow now sounds like all of my exes. But anyway... If you did manage to go there, you've got to be careful because British holidaymakers face a £640 fine if they're in Spain, if they're caught relieving themselves in the sea. No, I mean, good. I don't. I think it's disgusting. I know that factories send worse into the sea, I suppose, but, uh, you know, they've got toilets in Spain. It's not Greece. Well, they've got toilets there as well, but you can't flush them. But I... Here's the question. I don't want to be indelicate, but I'm going going to be. How can they tell that you've done wee-wee tinkles if you're in the sea? Because it's, it's not like the swimming pool when you can see. You know, it's, the whole ocean's already warm. They're not going to notice. You know? I think the only way they could tell that you've done a tinkle into the sea in Spain is if you're doing it off the end of a jetty. And if you are stood there at the end of a jetty just looking like some sort of a Dutch statue... You deserve that fine. Now, it'll, it'll never be the weirdest thing that's ever been sent to me on radio. When I used to work in the southwest, some bloke once turned up. We used to do the breakfast show. And a bloke turned up one morning with two handfuls of stuff in tinfoil. And I was like, what's that? And he was like, I've made you some cheese. And so, I mean, yeah, I guess he was a farmer. I hope he was a farmer. Because if he wasn't, well, let's not even stop to think about it. But previously on the show... And for that, we actually have a jingle these days. Previously, in the week. Um, Martin sent in that jingle, because I was using, I was doing it myself, and he said he's got a deep voice. Previously, in the week. Then he gets in touch with a second jingle, where he's done a singing harmony one. So, this is Martin's latest jingle. You ready for the, for this show? Steve Allen. <laughs> It's brilliant. It mixes that vibe of close harmony radio jingles of the 1980s. Listen. Steve Allen. But the chord that, Martin, that you managed to hit at the end sounds like I've just made made an illegal manoeuvre on Windows 95. Steve Allen. Deading. <laughs> if you'd like to send any audio in, you can. So trap me down on social media, because this is it these days. Everyone can record audio on their phones. Anything you want to get uh, get on the radio, you can email on air at time1075.net as an attachment. Track me down at Mr. Stephen Allen. We can sort it out on social media. Steve Allen. Oh, I've just tried to open up Internet Explorer and it's gone wrong. Didding. But thank you very much. Whatever you want to send through, we'll add it into the show. It- now, this is a delicate subject, which means I shouldn't really talk about it. But it's in the news, so that's kind of what I do. But I can see why I shouldn't even bring it up. There is a story, and in no way are we going to condone stalking. But there is a story in the newspapers about a stalker. Do you remember back in the day, we didn't even know what that meant. Back in the olden days, if someone said you were stalked, you'd presume that you were covered in some sort of spreadable margarine. But no, this obsessed stalker apparently had been blocked on various, all forms of communication social media. So he still managed to send uh, messages to this woman via a bank statement because he made transfers and then the reference was a way of sending a message. Now that is terrible. Deplorable. And you should never do it. However, if you want to get messaged to me that way, 
I mean, yeah, of course, you could just text or email or tweet. But if you'd like to just send me donations via my website, put your messages on there. I mean, make them as rude as you want. I get the rude ones anyway. Might as well get a couple of pence out of it. If you'd like to transfer some money from your bank account to mine, from whichever bush you're in, um, send them across. Send them across. But in terms of today, all that's really left to do from the papers, one story, there's not a lot to say about it, but it's it's the story of uh, a fisherman who says, let's get me, let me quote it, a fisherman hauled in a giant octopus with suckers as big as 50 pence pieces just off the UK coast, according to this guy called Chris, who's either telling the truth or found a great way to explain that uh, hickey, that love bite that he got from, oh, what this? No... Oh no, this is when I was fishing. No, this is... I know I got a giant octopus and it was like... Mm. No, you're right. It, it does smell like it's wearing perfume. Um, it's English channel number five. It's uh, something like that. You've made it to the end of the podcast. Uh, congratulations. What did I write down on a model? All right. While I find the podcast-only story... I did also promise earlier on that we'd be talking about what I've done. I've got these things called isolators, just getting rid of some of the hum. Oof, my home studio is re- it's going right up my in my own estimations. But um, I go through the papers, I find the stories, some of which we can't talk about on radio. Where's the one that I found? Oh, there's an alien story. We'll talk about that in a few days. Don't want to overdo the alien joke. Um, there is a Kevin Bacon one, which we'll probably do on tomorrow's show. But... This one about the models. Oh, here we are. Um, model pals have been on a topless bike ride in support of the free the nipple movement. Already you can see how. There are rude words in this story. Topless nipples movement, I suppose. Um, only fan star. This is why I didn't talk about this on the show. Uh, Chris Galera. Uh, isn't that somewhere you can shop in Hertfordshire, just off the A1? And Flavia Olivia rode alongside... Amsterdam's canal side. Well, that's... Wait, we're going to do a naked bike ride. Oh, right, where? In Amsterdam. Oh, where all the other naked people are. Absolutely brilliant. That's So, if you want to go and see naked cyclists, we well, would have gone to Amsterdam anyway. I don't even know why I brought that up. Uh, you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you found this. You can get a copy of the Comic Solving Problems podcast. That's on iTunes as well. Uh, me and Eric McElroy doing all that. Well, you can watch the actual show. And uh, track me down on social media at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time. Bye. <laughs>